Well, hello everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 781, recorded today on Wednesday the 29th of November. That's right. <laughs> it's, time's flying, isn't it? And we're heading towards Christmas and it's been Thanksgiving. Happy uh, Thanksgiving for those of you who celebrated it. I was right. It was last Thursday. And of course, there's been a ton. I'm sure all of our inboxes are full of sale offers. Not a great week to release any equipment because it'll just get smothered by the deals, deals, deals stuff that we've all been getting. Uh, but this is the Music Technology Podcast, so we'll have plenty to talk about as usual. I want to say thanks very much to uh, our sponsors, Isotype and Native Instruments, who we'll be hearing from a little bit later. Yes, back to the show. Uh, I should point out, actually, there's been a couple more things up since then. Uh, we posted the Udo Gemini, uh, Udo Audio Gemini. I think there's actually... Uh, Actually, I, I think there's some more playing in the one that I've uploaded, or maybe I haven't uploaded it yet, but there will be. If I haven't, there will be some additional stuff, and we've got a few other bits and pieces coming up. In fact, while I'm talking about what's coming up, I should say, uh, yeah, Super Audio uh, UVI competition, if you've not already checked it out, uh, that's the link to it. That's running till December the 7th. You can win a copy of the Synth Anthology 4, which you've also reviewed, Tim Kant did. Uh, there's a Black Friday deals page, in case you've been wondering. Um, I'm sure you might have seen it. It seems like a lot of people do we've also filmed a uh, motor synth two piece with game game changer audio which worked out pretty good and i'm, I'm working on some interviews with um to go in between Christmas and New Year. I don't think we're going to be managing to get in a Christmas quiz this year. It's quite a lot of work to organise and there just hasn't been time to sort it out. But I'm hoping to have like a couple of interviews, sort of Christmas chats, I'm calling them. Uh, one is with Jessica Powell of Audio Shake, who are sort of AI machine learning uh, uh, STEM generation as part of many of the things they do. And we're going to have a chat about the sort of how AI and machine learning works ethically and morally and just technologically within the music creation space should be quite of interesting and also i think i mentioned it before a chap called con rasso a founder of tuned global who are in charge of strategies for the big streamers you know the spotify's and the apple music and all of that they've kind of come up with ways to make that affordable as we know there's quite a, there's an awful lot of data and data storage involved and i think it might be interesting to lift the hood on that if you've got any questions for them uh, leave them in the comments for this show uh, qq uh, start with qq and i will try and collate them in time for the interviews um and yeah, I'll mention it again at the previous show. Anyway, thanks very much for the uh, public service announcement. Uh, announcement. Also want to say thanks to Wagyu for all he does uh, behind the scenes, moderating the chat, and also making sure the uh, the cross-posting between the IRC stream, the, uh, the Twitch stream, and the YouTube stream, and uh, is there something else? Yeah, Discord. That's right. I, think, I knew there was Discord. It all gets all cross-posted. In fact, if you want to join our KISS Discord, uh, Discord is bit.ly slash Sonic Discord. There's an invite. We'll take you straight in there. There's stuff happening there all the time. Okay, right. Anyway, that's all the housekeeping and everything out of the way. Thank you very much for your uh, patience. Uh, we'll say hello to Gaz Williams, who's there in the studio. That's very moody lighting, Gaz. I like it. You look like you're about to do some important work, which I'm sure you are, of course. Uh, yeah, that's yes. it. Look pensive. How are you, Gaz? You well? Uh, yeah, I'm really well, thank you. Yeah, been very, very deep down a rabbit hole on the old music technology front. Um, oh. So I've uh, been playing some gigs, got another one tomorrow. Um, bad workman, uh, but, you know, really enjoying that. Uh, but also just uh, <laughs> a modular, oh dear, my goodness, sorry. Don't want to be too much about the have modular, you, but have you been? Is... Go on, have I? 
have you been spent have you been acquiring gaz again or just a little just bit, technical yeah a little bit ah. no a little bit but that no but, but 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 because of the journey and because now i feel i've got some kind of you know focus now so it's it yeah i mean really enjoying it i'm sorry i am enjoying it why am i apologizing i'm apologizing because it is a, it is an expensive pursuit and one that does require a lot of time and i've been putting like more or less full time into it now uh which is uh really nice that i'm able to do that at the moment but also really rewarding because just new dimensions are opening up to me now and uh, i did a gig last friday uh, a week last friday in birmingham and i got to use a play fader and i think that might be the first oh. time it's just just a um just a prototype of it uh got to try that out but also with uh two touches as well <laughs> so uh i want to run in two touches <laughs> I'm, yeah. being, I'm being stood up being stood up playing it i've been able to like play in notes off the play fader and then sort of shape them with the touche you know it's kind of starting to make that bond that like that connection my bass playing my sort of wah, you know bow, you know that kind of thing I'm, I'm starting to find a way of fusing that with modular which you know never the twain shall meet really that sort of thing but it's starting to feel like that i'm channeling myself through it properly rather than i say properly i mean and, and i i do stress that this is still just like like opening up for me you know the like a mm. beginning of a journey or maybe not so much the beginning now like i think i've moved on from beginner i think i'm in the next phase and i'm really excited about it so yeah oh that's great <laughs> do you i mean it's interesting isn't it because there's so much to learn and so much to remember do you think yeah that sort of window of knowledge is transition is transitory you know because there's no way i mean i'm i can't remember everything so you tend to kind of have a things that i'm currently into and can remember how to do and then you do, do you then go back oh yes but i remember that thing when i first got it i'll try that or do, are there things that do you see what i mean the things that you, you'll yeah, you'll forget as much as you learn <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, anything that has those abstraction layers where you do need to remember sort of archaic kind of combinations and like, you know, like Morphogene by Make Noise is a classic example of one that is just a, uh, infuriating. If only they'd have put a few more buttons on it, it would be an absolutely amazing thing. But, you know, it's just whether you hold shift and record first or whether you hold record and shift first. Just as one example, you come back to loads of these and you've got these kind of very specific, you know, very unique um, ways of ad addressing more functionality, which is great. And it's what drove us to that, you know, all that functionality. Yeah. But then just trying to keep all of those combinations in your head, yeah. uh, you know, that's why I've gone full time on this. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. And that's one of the problems. You also end up buying more because you don't want to break down that patch that you probably won't remember how you got to. You get that, oh. the, 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 the risk factor becomes higher. But uh, yeah, I, I take but I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it, Gaz. That's amazing. Oh, totally. um, we've also yeah, got we've also got Mr. Yard Nevo there, Nevo Sound, uh, who uh, doesn't have there is that I could see some patch cords dangling from the wall uh, to your your right there. So I'm I, I think I don't know if it's modular or whatever that's just uh christmas decorations it is I modular, tell, but, but they've been ah. like that for like a couple of years or something there's a nice <laughs> patch there 
and it's just another <laughs> synth, another mono synth or something. I do have the phonogene though, and it's really, really good. But um, I'm trying to find kind of what to do with it, you know? Um, so much so that I haven't turned it on for like two or three years as well. But uh, yeah, life is too short. Uh, well, as, as, uh, as are the the mini mini plug cables. They're too short too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your life's short, just like patch cable. God, there's a couple of titles in there. I'm going to write that one down as well. Two two shades and a play fader, and life's too short, like just like patch cables. Just just, uh, just like like patch cables. I'm going to write those down there just so I've got them because I'll never remember them. Uh, early early contenders though um okay right let's go back to that page there <laughs> so um yeah we've got a few topics i mean it's a little quiet but i think what i'll do i'll start with uh oh shall we start with black friday i don't know black friday obviously bit let me go to the topics button i may as well press the button black friday deals yes uh we ran a live blog like we often do uh, i think we posted i don't know how many there are here there are quite a number of deals mostly rather disappointingly uh software uh, but it's easier to sort of manage i did actually actually for those of you who are thinking of going to nam from the us um virgin had a really good sale on i think they were selling uh economy flights for like 380 quid which is incredibly uh, cheap wow. anyway that's not really yeah it's quite uh, cheap uh, but we have a load of stuff there and i i'm um i'm just trying to think you know as we've seen, it's become every year it gets more and more intense as there are more uh, software companies and more companies sort of entering the fray. You get we're having a sale, sale starts tomorrow, sales on, sale ends in X hours. I mean, so each each product each campaign ends up with multiple emails which is fine for us if we're making a blog because we can just post it but if you're just a regular punter it's a little bit of an overload and i think um that's why we run the, bl the blog in, in many ways because it sort of combines it all in one place and maybe saved did anyone get anything i mean i think i'll go first i did mention i think i last week i bought the reface cs and which is a sort of pre-black friday blog so i'm not sure we did buy um what well, we did buy this this is a new light uh it's a it's about three times the size as, as, as what we normally have. We had, you had a little light there and a little light on the other side, but this will give us a, a, a smoother studio light, apparently. So that, that and I think a few batteries, um, you know, just uh, consumables, re reusable things, you know, that's the sort of stuff that we tend to, tend to go with. So I guess, Gaz, I mean, you were talking about initially that you had... Um, <laughs> maybe made a purchase yeah. or two did you anything for did you get tempted for black friday i mean it's no shame if um, you didn't because lots of people don't obviously you don't have no to. no I, I i did i did i'm afraid and again it was in within modular and i and it was an incredible bargain that i managed to get which was a um the ryk wave a uh, vector oh. wave um which oh. is a phenomenal phenomenal uh module um so that was uh <laughs> if you see it it uses those big fat red pixels i don't know what the mm. what the pixel count is but it's sort of um but uh they had like a b stock one that has got one dead with one dead pixel <laughs> and it was uh, a really good price. yeah it was a really good, good price i managed i got it and its expander for 200 250 260 quid i think something like that but because i thought that it was in the sale but then i realized that you could put the black friday deal in as well on top of it so it 
um, it was just like a B stock. So I got like this, like double hit really. But then I was like thinking, which pixel is it going to be? And when it arrives, you know, is that dead pixel going to be something that's going to torment me? You know, because I save around 200 quid, which is like huge, I think. Um, so, <laughs> so I was all like kind of oh, plugged it in and it is it's more or less right in the middle. <laughs> but um, ah. it's all right. It's all right. I'm going to learn to love it, you know. I'm just going to learn to love it as a sort of a constant reminder of, you know, of a of a good bargain. <laughs> but what a module! Well, that, wow. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And the the guy uh, is it Jason? He's uh, he's quite a unique character as well. He's got a sort of uh, a certain air about him. He always seems sort of bemused that his stuff is so popular. But it's uh, I guess it's partly because of the way the way his brain works. It's just you know he comes up yeah, with this sort of interesting a, interesting way. It, it is. I mean, without going into it very much, but just the interface and the uh, and the ideas behind the interface and just how quick you can kind of get around it, it is really cool. I think when we we're talking earlier about just having really complicated sort of menu systems or or you know ways of integrate in, in you know navigating the the menus and the various layers feels really intuitive and quick on that one, and I feel really comfortable with it sort of almost straight away and um i was like yeah that uh, that that's a big thumbs up i mean having eight push button encoders above the screen and four buttons just allows for a really yeah. good you know really good workflow excellent um well that, i mean congratulations i'm sure you'll be very happy together i'm just trying to think if there's anything else <laughs> I, I've got. I, I think i think that was it i don't don't i didn't really I, so maybe some hard drives or sort of that sort of stuff i mean it's a good time to buy storage and things like that isn't it yeah you know new ssds and more storage. did mm -hmm. you did you uh, did you succumb to anything exciting um, yeah i i got the um universal audio bundle mm. which i mentioned last time i think it was a couple of weeks ago uh for really really for steel 44 plugins i'm really enjoying them um and uh and i got a cherry audio poly mode for five pounds or five dollars which wow. is yeah it's a really really good synth it's like the poly mook and um which is a bit quirky to begin with. Um, I've never, I've never actually played the real one, the hardware one, so oh, I don't know how similar it is. But as a plugin, it's really, really good, and I, I find myself using it a lot. Um, and you know, it makes you think. And then I got some some stuff on because I because I I purchased the the UAD bundle on Plugin Boutique. I got some credit store credit or something like that and then th there was another deal like i don't know 14 plugins which I, I i only wanted one of them but but it was like 29.99 but since i had <laughs> store credit it ended up being 14 quid for like 15 plugins plus 3.8 gigs of acapellas royalty free which i, I may use for something or may not but it's just the abundance it's uh i don't know i mean it's good from the the user's perspective or the musicians or producers or but as i'm wearing 
two hats. One is the developer and also for the industry, like where is it all heading? It's, it's becoming yeah, it's, just, it's, a... it's ridiculous. It's just, you know, I felt bad um, only until I played it because then I really enjoyed it and forgot about it. But the, the cherry audio, the, the polymod, I felt bad paying $5 for, for software, for, for musical instrument, basically. Um, so... Yeah, it's yeah. There is, I, I, I totally get your position, isn't it? Because, I mean, partly it sort of almost makes it... I mean, the transaction costs on a $5 um, credit card yeah. transaction is going to be about a dollar. So by the time they, by the time anybody gets any of and that, the, it's just... But I suppose some of it's also going to be perhaps, you know, because it costs money to acquire a user as well, you know, so maybe that's the lost leader. So now you're on the mailing list or now you're a registered customer of theirs. It, that, that has value too. So, but yeah, it's a kind of, it's a bit terrifying, isn't it? How, how the yeah, and the UAT plugins, they, they end up at like on that deal that I got like seven quid per plugin or something ridiculous. And they're like top notch processors. So the, the Minimoog, um that's on there is pretty good and i went and compared it to the um, monarch uh, the the native instruments monarch like i did a kind of proper comparison like filter all the way up just the oscillator filter halfway filter envelope with resonance you know i tried to to match the the parameters kind of um and it sounds it sounds better the monarch sounds pretty good but the the UAD one sounds really, really good. It's thinner. It it doesn't sound as fat as as the real as my specific real Minimoog, but it may be down to the unit specific unit that they had, which they modeled. Yeah, of course, you know, I mean, it could be down to the differences between each unit and the, this the capacitors. Mine are probably older or something like that, so it sounds fatter or something. But it's it's a decent, it's a really really nice, um, yeah. Um, it's really that 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 brings up a really interesting question, doesn't it? Because obviously, you know, we're talk when we talk about vintage electronics, Monarch, uh, what that's got to be five years old at least. Where that and where the model, so in effect, that's a more vintage recreation of a vintage synthesizer, whereas the UAD one is a more recent well, one. So can, it's like the inverse is that, true. <laughs> I'll, I'll argue the opposite because Monarch, since it's older then the capacitors and the component had less time to degrade. So the UAD well, one is actually based on an older physical kind of um, <laughs> minimum. <laughs> Wow, uh, this could get so meta, couldn't it? It's like the kind of it's like it's like conversations about time travel. When if you go back and do something, what does that affect in the future when you return? It's yeah, it's sort of it is quite meta, but that's an interesting thought, isn't it? Because there are some emulations that are considered to be fantastic, but obviously the code base for them is a number of years old. And as we see, you know, there are various points where that plateaus. You know, you get a plateau and then you get another jump forward as either more you know, there's a, you can write to the metal of a, an M1 co uh, um, uh, 
processor or you know there's just more uh, uh, um, computer science has gone into the uh, the algorithms or the detail or whatever um, so it's, it's very interesting for, for my experience with with modeling and I and I did like tons of uh, all the waves modeling uh, plugins uh, that I that I worked on it's not down to the compute to the computer science aspect of it it's the it's how well you you emulate or you model the components which method of of uh, of modeling you use whether you use black black box or component modeling um and the wave stuff when some of it you know we we, we did the first ssl channel that was like 15 years ago and it was really heavy on the cpu for the time now it's not so heavy uh, right, but it's, okay. still, it's still good you know what i mean so it's not i right. don't think it's that because uh, it, it's just how much you're willing as as a as a plugin manufacturer to to put into it and to really go deep into the the actual modeling process and then the, the software side of it is secondary i think uh, i think just what they'll start doing though is they'll start doing musician modeling where they take people like steve Vai and they kind of analyze and you know map all oh, his hand yeah. movements and you know so then when you play it then you can play like a guitar that then goes through a kind of like a clever convolution thing that then gives you the the, the, the specific musicians modeled fingers <laughs> you know yeah, you, know, so vibrato, you give a bit of vibrato yeah. and it just gives you steve Vai vibrato you know <laughs> and you just do kind of That's, rubbish yeah. vibrato <laughs> I, I have to say, regard, re, kind of regarding uh, what you what you just said, that um, I came across this um, um, close to the edge. Yes, close to the edge. Just guitars uh, wow. that someone did. I, uh, guitars in isolation, and then just the keyboard, just Rick Wakeman, and uh, and I have to say. It sounds really good, and I and I asked in the comment what what engine they use because I don't know any engine that that can do it so well, and it couldn't be the multitrack because you have all the effects and stuff. So if you if they had the multitrack, you wouldn't have all the delays and things. So it, it yeah. is an AI kind of isolation thing, um, like uh, what's it called? A split, um, S P L E E T. Um, something like that, but it's it sounds like nothing I've I've heard before, and I'm dying to know if anyone knows. By the way, I'll be really happy to know um, what they've used oh, on that. Okay. Yeah. But regardless of that, sorry, Ripex. Did you say Ripex? Ripex, maybe. Yeah, it could That's, be. That's supposed to be Ripex, pretty good. Yeah, the most the, the, the Ripex. Sorry. The worst, the worst named uh, products in the history of uh, music technology. It just sounds like the whole thing's for sort of ripping CDs and DVDs. Okay. It really is. Yeah. It's like '90s Windows products, isn't it? I, they, did, they, yeah. they got a rebrand. They do load so much better, I think. But uh, I mean, the Ripex DAW that they've got now, though, is as astonishing, isn't it? Because you can just put a single song into it, and then it'll expand it out across the whole multi-track, and it extracts all the MIDI out of all the parts as well, so you can like mute you can mute say one of the musicians and have it replaced with playing a midi instrument but using parts mm. and, and mix it within the actual song <laughs> within the original yeah. song which is like okay 
yeah yeah the question is how how does it sound you know because from from i i, I checked all of them and uh, um you know you have those kind of glassy artifacts yeah. on the on the edges where and and also but on the on the rick wakeman um track like you have all the tracks all the hammonds and stuff and all the all the organs all the hammond parts are in mono which is quite a revelation because when you think it's all kind of less lead to to death but it's all in mono and it's it has the graininess and it's it's beautiful and on one of the tracks you can hear the guitar that it thought it's kind of the 335 the 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 steve howe uh guitar which you know maybe the tone was was halfway or something so it it mistaken it to um to, for for a keyboard i thought so it was an organ oh, oh interesting but, oh, that's interesting. but the quality is really you can hear the plate and you can hear what's the, the name the of, sorry what's the name of the what's the name of the service what what who's that it's it just uh, I don't I don't remember on it was some guy on YouTube that um, that published it. It's close to ah, the edge. Okay. By, right. we'll by to yes, that's out. the song. It's not a song. It's a masterpiece. It's like eleven minutes or something. It's the it's the entire A side. I think twenty two. Wow. And 20, I know it so well. Twenty two minutes. You know, guys. Yeah, I'm sure you know it. Where in the in yeah. the intro, the the gaps where they say ah, you know, ah. and I know it so well. When you, yeah, when yeah. you hear the when you hear just the guitar and you kind of know where it's coming and all that, it's a masterpiece. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, nice. Just, wow. I just want to quickly say, Jeffrey Horton uh, in the chat. I, I don't know if that's the Jeffrey Horton who I think um, maybe did a spell with Native Instruments. I'm not sure if it's the same guy. Uh, older. This was back to the older code is probably more efficient, which I guess makes sense because there's less CPU available. So, in many ways, uh, older code might, as long as it's compatible, might actually be more efficient and get you get more from it. It's, it's a fascinating thought. I've never really thought about that before. But uh, anyway, great subject. Thank you very much for uh, for bringing all that up. Um, uh, okay, well, there are uh, there are more subjects. I suppose that that was the first one, because obviously, uh, Black Friday is just we're still in it. I mean, it's Cyber Week now, isn't it? I mean, it's basically, if we start end of mid October, mid -October, or maybe uh, was it start of november through to december so that's two months so that is that's more than 10 percent of the year is spent on holiday sales that's crazy isn't it and there's a, well, there was another one what's the other one um amazon prime day isn't there which is a completely invented one but uh, that's also quite a good one i'm just trying to think what else we got i don't think there was anything anything particularly exciting we got some really nice little batteries actually some lovely uh tiny little anchor batteries which have got kind of uh, uh 10, milliamps but very small and they'll go on our uh, camera rigs so you that makes everything a little bit lighter just that little bit lighter shaving off the grams we're like uh racing cyclists and the leg shaving um that's where we're getting to this one. we'll start every little helps exactly okay well let's get on to um this is an interesting one i'm playing it because i recorded this video before this is well let's see before youtube random looper uh this is it was originally from uh, i'll play it first
<laughs> Number nine. Number nine. There, that's where I got to. Uh, this is, I mean, it's a bit of fun. I mean, uh, and this is, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of riffing on the idea that uh, any kind of form of repetition. I, I know there's a famous quote and I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. There seem to be so many people who've coined that. Any form of looping or repetition becomes, suddenly becomes musical. And this is, uh, this was uh, by Sonic Garbage by Greg Technology, but it's based on this uh, piece of technology that uh, is just a Python script that was written by uh, Kalugo Music uh, and Peter Kern wrote a, a, a piece on it. And then I somehow found that somebody had modified that and turned this into a web interface that you can, you can record stuff here. The Colors uh, and but the are uh, 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 indicate the intensity of the loop. I mean, yeah, okay, it's not necessarily useful, but I just thought it might introduce some interesting concepts about how short, how short a piece a loop does it be not music. <laughs> the thing is, with with that stuff, it's like you can touch it. I mean, you can look at it, but you can't touch it because you can't do anything commercially with any of that because you'll get sued yes, and true. you'll get, you know, in an instant. So it's, it's almost, it's better, you know, when I, when I looked at it, I thought, wow, I could make like a million tracks and, you know, loop stuff and find cool, cool things, but then you can't use it. So, so what, what's the point? in a way mm, we could, uh, i suppose you could I, I would argue that maybe that the results of that work may not find yourself in a commercially uh, applicable situation where I, you're suddenly well, but yeah i don't know sorry go. looking looking at the script though i think it looks amazing like where you take really small slithers that are too small i think to be detected what is the minimum length that a sound needs i don't to be think now? i don't think I there don't is any more i think that's the Oh, there isn't any. No, I don't think, and if, and if there isn't now, there will be, you know what I mean? It, 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 it changes. And I think, you know, I, I think that all these myths about um, you can sample two seconds and all that, I don't think it's yeah, applicable. Because if you hear, if you hear well, like, da -da -da -da, you, yeah. it, it takes less than a second, it's three notes, or four notes, and you exact you recognize it immediately. So, I don't think it. Well, it's, uh, I like it's fine. What I liked though, what I liked about it, Nick. Can I just say before because what I liked about it was you. In the original script, is it like you you point it to a hard drive and you say go, and it just starts filling your hard drive up uh, until the hard drive is full with these yeah, little I mean, clips. This is Exactly, it's a Python script, and it ju it's and just it's called uh, yeah. uh, what was it? Kaluga music. It's a, a sonic garbage. So basically, it yeah. it's just it goes it, it goes randomly finds YouTube and just samples one or two second clips and then just fills your hard drive up with it and i suppose yeah. the thing is um, this technology could just as easily apply you could just say here's all of my here's my yeah. working it, drive full of crap yeah, yeah. that i haven't ever finished do it to that yeah. that would yeah. be more useful that yeah. would be yeah. much more useful because and especially really with cool. a good especially so. with a good splitter you know that i can have the multi-track of then mm. you know i can just point it to mp3s or, or rough mixes or stuff that i've never used or kind of you know um yeah that could be much more useful and that's uh, what, pretty I, easy what, to I really, write. what i really like okay. about it though is that it, it puts 
little fades on it, doesn't it? It makes it a loopable um, file. So the ah. thing that you fill on your hard drive, you can immediately just drop them into pieces of software, uh, you know, like granulate, granulatus, granulation software or, you know, whatever it is. And they're all neat, you know. So, <laughs> so all of the samples that it grabs, and the majority of samples will be, uh, I'd imagine... Spoken word. They're spoken them. word, weren't they? Yeah. Probably most of them, I guess. So there's no, but, there's, so there's no mechanical royalties. That's one of the big ones. If you've got da-da-da-da, yeah. obviously yeah. Beethoven's dead, but um, Deutsche Grammophone's still in existence and they may they may come after you. Yeah. Uh, but on the video that, where they demonstrate it, and they're really short little bits, aren't they? Just really, really, really short. I, I think that other one with, that you were playing, uh, is that the same length then, the samples? Can you? I guess you just modify the script, don't you? So like, if you wanted yeah, to, I you suppose. could grab in tiny, tiny, uh, you know... Um, what even single samples you can make if you like single well, samples and then you fill up a folder full of loopable single single samples how far can we go okay so if we just just theoretically if you if you took all of this stuff and there was also because all it's doing is you know creating these loops if what it actually then did is just made granular instruments out of them so that you could shift around and you get these amazing you know we've heard what yeah, happens when you slow things down and yeah, or wavetables or whatever. At what point, you know, how far could the uh, currently available commercial analytical software trace yeah. that back to the source? How far could you... Currently, and maybe not right now, but in 10 years, you can yeah. get, a, get a letter, you know, yeah, uh, for something true. that you forgot about. And, and then you'll have to pay all the royalties plus fines, plus all the interest that you earned. And, and all that it's uh, yeah That's and also when you know thinking about those splitter things you know if you think about Rick Wakeman in 72 playing his Minimoog in a recording in I don't know where they recorded it Abbey Road or, or somewhere Ad here in London Ad Vision. Ad Vision. Ad Vision. okay so you know he was like doing his thing and he, he would never imagine that 52 years later or 51, you know, someone will scrutinize his playing because you just do it. And now, now we have to think for every take that we do, or if we, you know, for a singer oh, yeah. that, that, that turns away for a second to, to cough or to clear their throat or something. You have to think and be aware that everything is documented forever. Yeah, well, it's sort of, it, it, it's a bit like how far do you, you know, it's just a, a friend of mine is taking a photo of me. Should I get makeup and hair done? You know, I mean, obviously not me, but you know what I mean? It's almost, <laughs> you're getting to that point. How much, how would you clean it up? But I think part of the fun, I mean, for me anyway, part of the fun about breaking up these old multi-tracks is just seeing what goes into them. I mean, there's not much fun in hearing something that's so edited and cleaned up out of its existence yeah. that it becomes, that's fine in the mix, I think. That makes sense. But the source, you know, we don't get that so much because obviously if you're comping a vocal or you're doing something which is a lot of processing and is compounding or whatever, or expanding or yeah. whatever it may be doing, all of that <laughs> stuff goes away. So you don't, you can't tell whether the person was wearing rubber-soled shoes on a wood floor and it squeaked a bit occasionally. You know, you, and some of that stuff is but quite nice there is a, there is something that's come up around recently though and i you know i find it sort of sad in a way uh, a, a load of like um 
stems of like ba- bass guitar stems uh i think there's like one of geddy lee playing yyz and uh and people like listening to it and then there's all these comments of people criticizing like like how sloppy his playing is because they can hear clatters and rattles and sort of just the stuff that oh. happens and they're moaning about it you know thinking oh they co- you know he's meant to be this rah 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 and listen to all of these little you know so in a way that you know exposing these performances sort of dragging them out of like history oh, and sort of just going look see on bar 34 see look 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 he's slightly behind the beat there the man is a genius no. and I happened and and he 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 says that he learned everything he knows by listening to Chris Squire from the late Chris Squire from 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 yes and I happened to 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 hear uh, an isolated bass track uh, Chris Squire bass track I don't maybe it was one of one of the kind of flashy ones I don't remember which one it was and he's like he plays it like there's no bum notes. It's it's crazy, it's oh, crazy. Yeah, and if they are, who cares? It's yeah. this is what makes it, and that's it's why the I of think the parts, it's, isn't it? Yeah. I think, yeah, exactly. And I think that if people today, if musicians today, are going to be aware, mm-hmm. and they want to play for austerity, you know what I mean? Rather than just playing the the moment, then we're gonna lose something in the vibe and in what's happening. Yeah. While you exactly. while you're doing the take, because it's just people, you know, they they're gonna they they're having before that or after that they had the lunch break and they went this and they they had a phone call and they took the tube to come to the studio. It's just normal people, and and all of that kind of goes into the recording, and that's what makes it what it is. And if we're going to be kind of too much self-aware of what we're doing in real time while we're doing it, then it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, I mean, I, I see this a lot because we get people in the studio who come in to do product presentations and we're chatting away and, you know, we try and say, just be natural. Don't think too much about what you've got to say, because when you see somebody calculating the words that they're going to say next, it completely, everything just goes away. It just becomes a completely unnatural experience. And there are very few people who are able to to do that with any skill. And it's certainly not most product presenters you know you might be a, a fantastic improvising uh, comedian or whatever uh, but not generally not so as soon as you as soon as you are considering the positive how it is you know it's like well wait till the edit or let's finish recording this and go how did you feel about that did you feel that what you said was okay or are you completely ashamed because you cocked everything up you know do you feel and then okay well let's do it again let's just do it again let's not fix everything because we've had people in who come in and they're trying to read from a script and they they trip themselves up and you end up looking at this and it's like literally somebody took their entire video cut it into a jigsaw piece and threw it all over the room and your job to edit it is back and it's all the same color and your job is to edit it back together it's an absolute bloody nightmare and you don't want yeah. that ever you know i would agree so yeah <laughs> um well. Just quickly on Geddy Lee, I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him in about a week and a no half. Way. I can't wait. I cannot wait. He's doing a talk. He's doing a book talk at the moment, so I'm going to go and see him talk. Oh yeah, he has a, a new a new book out. Yeah, my F in life. It's called. It's really good. Yeah. Oh nice moving as well blimey it's powerful powerful um, stuff um okay well that, that's a good play. Look, look, the great Christmas gift. We're looking forward to that. 
Wow. Okay. There's so much. Um, uh, uh, great topic so far in terms of you know, conversation starters. Uh, and, and we're only two in and we're, <laughs> we're now caught to five. Astonishing. Um, oh, I just quickly, because I haven't done any questions for ages, I'm just going to put uh, this one in. Uh, oh God, I can't remember how to do it. I think you do it like that, don't I? I do it like that. And I press that button. Uh, Wilderness music. That's right. Um, um, Nick mentioned he bought a Reface CS uh, last week. He bought no. I just bought the CS. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, the C the CP, not the CS. Uh, the CP. And I've had so much fun with it so far. I'll probably do it in a, a Friday funds over Christmas. But so uh, yeah, that's a question I will answer. Um, there are more topics. I'm sorry I haven't got more to these. Maybe we'll try and do one before Christmas because there are a bunch of them. Um, now I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go first for uh, the, there are two sort of Ben Jordan topics and the, the second one will perhaps lead on after the first one so let's go with the first one and uh, uh, well, the second one and then we'll come back to the first one so uh, this hey is everybody welcome to the wet golden sound processor awards the elite premier award show that carefully considers the world's best reverb pedal it only happens once every five years because we are right, met with fast this crazy UI. So let's change that. Play. We have a chorus. This is uh, and the, the, basically the the the, uh, the pedal that uh, Ben Jordan chose is the Meris Mercury X. So six hundred buck, six hundred algorithmic reverb, and as far as I can tell, it's bloody amazing. That and there's, there's a whole bunch of plugging uh, something else into this. But for the let's see if I can get a bit. Hopefully this will come across a stereo. I have to say, I thought this was amazing. I mean, he's he's a reverb nut. I mean, we know this. I mean, he talks about it, and he actually said, "I started filming this, and it was going to end up being about five hours long, so I had to kind of pull back a bit." And but this, he so he ended up choosing the Meris Mercury X as the kind of best all-round reverb, and that's going up against things like the Brocasti. Brocasti is also it's about seven or eight hundred dollars, so it's a bit more expensive rack mount. And this one just sounded, I must admit, sounded great for all that sort of ambient stuff. But there were some lovely short business as well. Now, I don't know, um, you, know, I'd, you uh, I, like many studio engineers, will have sort of uh, cut your teeth on big hardware algorithmic reverbs, you know, the 224, all mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. And now we're very fortunate that we've just got, you know, tons of plugins that, that, that because essentially we're taking the DSP plugins, there's the Eventize, there's the Strymons, there's all, and I think there's even a Seventh Heaven Bracasti as well. I think they do. Yeah. So they've taken some, uh, so, uh, but this looked, I like the look of it. And you're a guitarist, so I'm guessing it might have appealed to you because it's also in pedal format, right? I am I am a guitarist, but I'm a studio guitarist. So that makes a difference and that makes me more kind of uh, in line with my work as a mixer and a producer of other instruments other than guitars. So what I mean is that I sit here and this is where I do my thing. So whether it's mixing or whether it's programming sounds or sound design or playing guitars so i'm not a pedal sort of person because i don't have to take it on stage and things like that and for me having hardware in the age of plugins is it's not is certainly not a benefit and even if something like that sounds amazing which i, th I think it it does um i can't like why not have it it's an algorithmic reverb why not have it as a plugin Ooh. i mean obviously 
able to sell it for six hundred dollars. But but at the same time, you won't have the expense of uh, manufacturing, shipment, tax, and and all those things. So so um, there's no cost for for plugins. There's no cost per unit. There's there's a development cost, and there's all all those expenses, uh, R and D, software, marketing, all that. But then every unit you sell, you have no cost for it. You, you don't have to pay anything. So and and this is what I'm leaning more towards, even though yeah, I have a lot sense. of hardware and I do like hardware, as you can tell. <laughs> but um, and and I like I like fiddling with knobs and 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 things like that. I love it, obviously. But um, it's space, and also it's the fact that it's one inst uh, two things. It's one instance, so you can run only one thing at a time through it, and that thing has to to play in real time. So everything you do, you have to bounce or you have to record in, and 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 things like that, and. It's just not not. It doesn't work uh, in your situation. I, I yeah, I get I, I get what you're saying. I think that's point. But in the blue corner, yeah. uh, we've yeah. also got that, which is actually blue, Mr. Hardware. In, yes. Yeah, and we're talking about interfaces earlier, and I think that the this this looks great. I really like that that clever menu. Um, what they've done here on this Meris pedal. So with two controls, you've got a kind of, uh, they almost look like bubbles or like big circles that you kind of move around. You can kind of see what the other ones that are immediately around yeah, it. Yeah, so I can find a bit more. But it's like, almost like, it's almost like it's magnified. So you just, as you rotate the, the parameter selector, it, it's sort of, um, yeah, it's magnified. It's magnified what that parameter is, and uh, you can switch it into an alternate sort of display mode, which is much more kind of linear, like lists, where you can see maybe more information at once. But that really strikes me as making a lot of sense. And I, you know, I'm saying this um, like when I've been in rehearsal rooms and I've been using different pedals, uh, especially with with uh, digital interfaces. Um, this one seems like really, really well thought out. Sort of just sort of, if you are leaning down, you just do, 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 like having it, you're just exaggerating what each one that you want to change. Um, mm. I just think that's really clever, irrespective of all of its kind of uh, reverb things, which is amazing, you know, it's amazing. But um, yeah, it just because it returning back to that earlier conversation about. Um, about intuitive interfaces. I think, you know, I would give this a thumbs up on that uh, front, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I just, I mean, Ben gravitated much like me to these just sort of epically long. I mean, it's got freeze. It's got interesting compression algorithms and, and processing that you can do to the tails as well. So you could bit crush it, you could wobble it, you could filter it, you could do all these kind. And it just, I was just thinking that, I mean, if I was about to, uh, I mean, you know, I like the Ventress. I like, you know, I, I use the Zoom because it's really convenient and I can pile mm. up a load of things, but it's not the best sounding thing, but this sounded pretty amazing. And I, But I agree, in a different situation, if I was more in a studio situation, then it's going to be something that instances and uh, digital and plugins would make sense. But for me, I would play through this. And I, I, I was very pleased to see that on the kind of related videos at the, that you get to see at the end of that, there was a picture of uh, asked my Strymon uh, 
night sky review and so i went and clicked on and watched that um not for not for uh, my own ego but i just thought i wonder what that sounds like now i've got that and that sounds really good as well it's a very different thing but they're very impressive sounding um both really impressive algorithmic uh, reverbs and in terms of how it could do it, i will say one thing it has got midi i think it's got midi so i believe yeah you could probably create a logic environment <laughs> to control it <laughs> just as you wish <laughs> like a plug there you go <laughs> like a plug-in, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> but I, I wanted, to, yeah. yeah. Sorry, tonight, Dan. Nick, I'm going to do a show tonight. I've got the Cosmosis in front of me, and uh, you know, reverb pedal. Um, oh, so nice. Into a bit more detail with that, but I've got the Cosmos, the Soma Cosmos, going into the Cosmosis. And the other day, I had the Osmos in the Cosmos into the Cosmos. Oh wow, <laughs> Osmos the Cosmos. <laughs> Os wow, osmos okay. into cosmos into the cosmosis yeah and it sounded incredible um but tonight i'm going to do um super cosmic space jam with my bass guitar and uh with the cosmos and the cosmosis so i just thought because it's relevant i'm just going to give a little plug from a little show in yeah but eight o'clock tonight yeah and that cosmosis well we've talked about that one before but i mean that's my most recent reverb pedal uh if you were to compare this and the meris they are so different you know the cosmosis has got you know very you know it's only got a few controls on it and it's um you know it's less than 200 quid or whatever um however the quality of it is absolutely beautiful i mean and i'm not sure if just if what makes a really great reverb is just how many reflections it's able to sort of generate out of a signal go if you put a single right. sample into a reverb and you can kind of hear you know quite often just like this brrr, you know the the, the kind of mm -hmm. rapidity i mean yo, the I grains yeah more about this the grains of it um and i know there's ways of smearing them just to make those you know sound smoother uh but the cosmosis does sound incredibly smooth um so just just in terms of like where dsp level is at at this point in time so like a new pedal like this one coming out can maybe leverage more processing power to make those tails sort of smoother um yeah just find it I find it's like reverb's quite an interesting one. Like like a few years back, and we were reviewing the Ventress, what, probably about 2018, maybe? Um, and that, the Ventress by Source Audio as a pedal was really impressive, wasn't it? We were pretty blown away with that back then. Yeah. Um, uh, Gasmosis is a title that, uh, there for your, uh, <laughs> thing tonight. <laughs> yeah. And if uh, you, if you could, if you had the Osmos and the Cosmosis and the Cosmos, you could have Perry Como, uh, singing into it. So that would be, that it sounds like it sounds, I don't know if you ever watched, um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's the Victoria Corrin, uh, Mitchell, uh, quiz, which is, uh, uh, it, it, they have all these word associations and you have to kind of guess the fourth word after you get the first three. This sounds yeah. like somehow it could make it into one of those questions uh, i can't <laughs> yeah. possibly figure but yeah that sounds good so eight o'clock tonight gaz you're on the gaz yeah. williams show uh yeah youtube yes. slash I'm at gaz williams for, to check that out regarding the cosmos i'm going to use it in the nearly standard firmware because there's five different firmwares available for the soma cosmos now including a regular oh, looper i watched your review yes. of the cosmos you know so now if you change the firmware you can make it uh more traditional i should point out yeah but i should point out it it gives you one or two of the settings are more of a regular looper it's still you've still got 
uh, may, I mean, this was when I reviewed it. So the, 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 the next firmware after I reviewed it introduced the ability to kind of treat it like a regular looper in a certain position in the main algorithm switch. It does that yeah. on one. But for many, that's not what it's about. It just made it very difficult to repeat, uh, which was fair enough. Uh, yeah. I suppose this, this kind of, this does lead on to the next point, which we were going to talk about, uh, what well, I was going to talk about, which is uh, Ben Jordan posted a video prior to this. He said, I've still got a couple more. Uh, uh, which was basically um, he's quitting gear reviews uh, because he just finds it sort of it's not fun anymore and he finds all the sort of toxicity of it. I'll just I think I can paste a little bit of this. Sorry uh, if my makeup is all rushed and I'll just play the a bit. production quality is ass because there's not even two dozen camera operators working this shoot. So let me tell you a little story. Back when I started this channel, uh, I called it Ben and Gear. Some people back in 1960s might remember that. I think it probably takes a little while to get to the point there, but uh, essentially that's him sort of a statement saying that I, I just don't want to do it anymore. It's no fun. You know, no matter what I do, I just get flack for it. People say I'm a shill or they say this or they say that. And it just said, it's yeah, it's no fun. I'm not doing it anymore. And that's, uh, it's, uh, and I think when you look at the video that we played previously, the which he's obviously had to produce it subsequently always perhaps working on when he decided it's just i just think it's really really sad uh because he is one of the uh the more thoughtful and uh well he's just a brilliant youtuber whether you know whether it be about music gear or some of his other subject matter that he does and that is a real shame and his music gear video they're always really entertaining and so i just think it's a bit of a shame i don't know if you've uh, seen that and it seems to be something that people are considering now i mean i try and avoid i mean you know we youtube we know that some people write yeah. horrible things I try and ignore it uh, when I can. Um, I don't know about you. You know, Ben, amazing. What a great personality. What a great contributor to, to our whole, you know, ecosystem that we thrive within. Um, I think he probably maybe will come back and do more. I just think he will. I reckon he'll, enjoy, I reckon he'll miss him and we'll miss him. But I think it is difficult, isn't it? If you in some way, like Ben is quite opinionated at times, you know, and, you know, yeah. and justifies it with lots of well thought out and well researched, uh, you know, uh, he tries to balance what he does, but at the same time he does express opinion. And then somehow that becomes, you tie, you know, you tying your colors to the mast somewhat. And then if people perceive yeah. you to be on the other side, then you just become like this target and and it's horrible and really we've just have to remind ourselves so we got into this music this whole music game for the togetherness that music kind of is music brings people together in the most delightful wonderful way and i think we need to remind ourselves about that you know these kind of divisive tactics which are going on everywhere really anti-music aren't they in many in many many ways yeah so, i guess so it, it doesn't you know. yeah the, the, the zeitgeist is not about collaboration and, and feeling good together i suppose yeah, yeah i mean it's interesting though i think i think it, it's it would be nice for him to, I, I hope it's just a break and you know he comes back but he's he, uh, some of the stuff that he's done into just the financial side of things, it's just really, I find it really fascinating. I met him in person last NAM and had a chat with him. He's a really nice guy as well, a very, very much as you see on the video. I mean, I find it astonishing that he can be so eloquent and speak in a monologue in such a way, with, you know, with almost no script. It's just, I think so. Yeah. I'm sorry, cutting in. I think that what he is stopping doing though is just new product gear, gear reviews. Yeah. yeah. 
he's still going to make YouTube videos. He's still going to do investigative things and he still will be, but I think it's that part of the, well, that's my interpretation of it, that he's, that he's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that idea yeah, of trying to get that's what I understand as well, and I think that um, his his other stuff, which is not gear review, is very, you know, deep, and he's very intelligent, and he's very experienced, and um, I think he's, you know, one of the one of the good ones, and yeah. uh, I think that those internet trolls, you know, it, it's a shame because people. <sighs> You know, like people who write those negative things, it's just because they have nothing else to do in life. And I know that maybe Often, you can't say yeah. it because it's your, but I can say it because I have no, you know. <laughs> um, and 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 people who are professional or who are, who appreciate, they can, you know. I when I see a good video, also you know one of of you of you of you your videos the two of you i press like but i don't comment because i don't have time for it and i like it and i you know that's how i vote by liking it but i don't have the time to to sit there and comment and people who are frustrated and want to be musicians but maybe they're not talented enough or maybe they are whatever and they just sit and write negative things because that's all they can do and that's what the as the youtuber that's what it's that's most of what yeah. you get and and that's kind of a shame and and i think that it's it's really sad that it deters really kind of talented and knowledgeable and experienced um I, I don't want to even say content makers because it's people who are who, who share their experience and and knowledge and because they they just love this whole thing that we're all into. And, yeah, uh, I think it, I, I, I I totally agree with you, Yod. I think it's really interesting. Uh, Paulie posted a video about her, uh, about their autism, uh, and it was very interesting. There was one particular point about this sort of really strong feeling of jealousy that that uh, that they had trouble dealing with, and I wonder whether or not a lot of it is it's not because it's not necessarily that people aren't capable. It, there may be that, that for whatever reason they haven't had the breaks you know they may be really talented they just don't get the breaks or they haven't got the application or the confidence to push themselves forward and this is the only way that they can express themselves i mean i think it's a very complex issue i think one person we should also give a shout out to is synth punk much as he wound the hell out of me and was really irritating and controversial maybe didn't realize that he was trolling people he always used to call it roasting but i didn't get the humor i mean we'll just agree to disagree but he's pulled his channel as well and i think because he was getting a a lot of offline kind of stuff back which is kind of you know and that, that's not okay you know what I, much as i didn't like what he did i don't think it's okay to, to to contact people outside of that it's within the context of what you do and you know so just want to shout out for him as well but i'm sure ben will be back and we'll see him too but i think it's a it's very complex because when you yeah. when you when you write a comment, it could be you know you could be just be in a bad mood. You could have all sorts of history about the subject that you don't 
express in your comment. You could just be a jerk. You could be uh, unwell. You could be, you know, there's so many things. You, you could just be a troll and whatever, but there's usually much more to it than that. And it just feels like it's a very poor way to express yourself if you need to express yourself. And yeah. it just doesn't, it, it, it's only brevity. You know, you're not going to write a 5,000 word essay about how you're feeling and how you disagree. It's just, it's going to be some form of that sucks because, you know, which is much easier. People, as we say, people don't have the time even to write considered comments, <laughs> generally speaking. And I would like to give a shout out to our commenters who are generally speaking, yeah. very reasonable and polite thing. and also, and are prepared to, you know, I think it was, um, I forget the name of the person. They, yeah, absolutely. Oh, hang on. Great. We do appreciate it. And it was one of uh, uh, one of our regulars who was quite critical of Paulie. And they saw their video and they wrote, they actually took the time to write and said, I'm really sorry. I didn't realise all of this stuff. I, I, I'm sorry I said those things in the past. You know, good for you. And, and those are the sort of things, you know, because yeah. quite often things write themselves. Can we just... Have uh, the right community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the Sonic audience... By and large, 99.9% .9 is amazing and have been so positive. And in the time I've been associated with Sonic, the overwhelming, positive and intelligent, great audience, it's, it's just amazing. You know, things, little blips just get, you know, quality people just, ah, it's brilliant. I just wanted to say what, a, what, a, what an honour what absolute honour it's been and continues to be to to be able to interact with such a wonderful audience, you know. I mean that's Well, no, that's good. I, yeah, no, it's good. It, we are very... And quite often... Uh, I've been in a situation where sometimes if I can, I, if somebody's really vehemently, you know, negative, I'll try and co contact them outside of the public forum and just say, okay, well, yeah. I'm sorry you feel that way. This is why this happened. And most of the time, if you take the time to do that, they might, you know, they often, I'd say probably seven out of 10, they'll go, yeah, okay, fair enough. Maybe I was being a bit of a jerk. Apologies. And I'll just go, well, that's fine. You know, I just wanted to, you know, make sure because not often, sometimes there's other stuff going on. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, we are very fortunate in that most of our most of our audience are fine. But I guess that's the thing. Ben Jordan, <laughs> Ben Jordan's got way more subscribers and reaches <laughs> more people. So uh, the more popular you get, the more exposure you get. And the big, so the, even though it's a tiny percentage, that number as a number, it gets bigger proportionally. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, harder. So yeah, you do end up with that. I mean, you know, you must find it, it, it just happens all the time for all of us. But so, uh, yeah, but uh, mm -hmm. hang in there, Ben. We love what you do. Do come back and, uh, Definitely. but yeah, disable comments. I don't know. There's a thing could do that as well, but it's kind of addictive as well because you, we all like the positive side of things as well. So you know that's yeah. that's some. Um, okay, well I, I, we've got to five o'clock. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should quit while we're ahead. And we've got one. I've got a topic in the bag for next week, uh, which which we may need uh, if there's still sales going on and there's very little product release and information going. On. Uh, there was one that Yoad brought up because we we did a thing about Control Hub, didn't we? Which was uh, let me see if I can find it. I'll just play a little bit. But if you don't mind, if that's all right with you, we can just quickly mention that Control Hub was something we mentioned last time. It basically allows you to profile your own hardware and then run it through a plugin with certain amounts of tweaks we did cover it i think it was episode seven six 
seven, I think, or some. I, I did write it down. But I'll play this video, and because Johan's been playing with it a little bit, because I think at the time you were um, not sure about how it would uh, how it would be. So let me just see. Mm, was I was that. I on that show? I don't remember. I can't hey guys, I've got a pretty fun one for you today. The guys from STL Tones reached out and asked me if I'd do a video on their new plugin, the Tracer, which is going to be a feature included in their mixing suite called Control Hub. So the premises behind the Tracer is that you can capture full signal chains, like a full mix bus or just a compressor with some settings that you really like. And then you can load it up in a plugin form and use it in multiple instances within your project. And another really exciting feature so I'll, 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 I'm really sorry. I didn't make a note of, uh, I thought that was SL Tones in the video, but it's not, obviously. I, I will try and find that for the show notes. Uh, essentially, you can you can sample, and I guess it, you, you play a sort of very specific audio sound through your hardware chain. It analyzes it, and, and then it, it sort of calibrates and creates an emulation. I, get, I mean, is it a, a, a impulse response or what, what is it actually doing? It's, and how it's, does a, it work? it's a test zone that is made out of different kind of um, things like noise and tones and, and things like that, that um, basically is used to create a black box model of the chain um, that you after. And this is something that is very close to my heart because it's kind of the predecessor, the, the, not predecessor, the offspring of something that I did for Waves many years ago, which is called the uh, Q-Clone, which allows you ah, yeah. to model um, an EQ, a hardware EQ in real time. So it's a bit different, but um, but it's it kind of relates to that, and I'm, and 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 it sounds pretty good. And you can model like very sophisticated chains. And again, this brings us back to the hardware versus plugin issue where if you have like one really good EQ and one really good compressor and then you have to use it on one thing in real time but with um, with control hub you can kind of sample or model the chain and then you can use it as many times as as you want in a session and surprisingly it doesn't take too much CPU which is also something that we we talked about, and it sounds pretty. It sounds pretty convincing. Like uh, it's very very usable, and um, so that's something. Maybe we can maybe we can talk about it more in depth uh, next time because I think it's worth uh, looking into. It's uh, okay. It's kind of a way of things to come because it allows you to have very sophisticated chains also by kind of uh, established mixers and producers. And as a user, all you have to do is kind of tweak them to your liking or to, to, to suit your whatever you're working, your mix or your production. So in, in, instead of having like seven plugins or, or different kind of... Um, hardware you you have one thing which already gets you a, a long way and then you just tweak it which is it, it's very interesting very interesting cool all right well let, let's let's store that for a later i mean we I, i'm sure we can talk about this uh, uh, so gaz anyway well let's 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 sort of say I, I i don't know if you've got anything you want to say about this or i or i should just wrap no, um, yeah i think wrap because it shows yeah yeah 
Uh, I haven't. <laughs> We've been banging on for long enough. Yeah, I've had enough. I saw you have your head in your hands there. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, right. folks. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, thanks to uh, Wagyu. I think Wagyu was halfway, uh, I was traveling somewhere, and I think maybe the chat hasn't been updating. So I do apologize if that's the case. But we'll say goodbye. Gaz, you're going to do a show tonight, um, uh, which is kind of, yeah. I'm going to uh, loosely title Gasmosis, um, and you can call it what, of whatever you like, of course. Uh, yeah. And um, so, We'll, yeah, we'll see you um, very soon, I do hope. Uh, maybe we Yeah, if anyone in Sonic. Bristol area wants to come and see me play tomorrow at Lost Horizon, we're actually playing a an event as a sort of, as a farewell to the hall, that, the Bleep Club, that's a, the electronic music oh. uh, club that I'm part of. We've lost the hall, you see, which is a real shame. You've oh, come to the hall. Shame. Brilliant, brilliant place. Why? What but happened? Oh, someone's bought it and it's been redeveloped. Oh, so it's oh, that's, tragic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, super it wasn't sad, an, an unfortunate. At least it wasn't an unfortunate incident, eh? You know, so that's good. Yeah, it's true. But Bleep Club continues, but there's going to be like a tribute to the hall. Like for 11 years, there's been loads of community events happening at the hall. So at Lost Horizon in Bristol tomorrow night, there's going to be like a, yeah, a celebration of the hall. Um, okay. I think it's from about half past seven. Yeah, if anyone fancies coming along. But yeah, thank you for oh, that. Okay. <laughs> All right, fantastic. And, uh, Yoad, of course, uh, I expect you're going to alt-tab into uh, Atmos Mix Command or something like that. Command-tab, yeah. that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back, straight back to Mix, which I have just on the other Ready to page. go. Okay, well, uh, hopefully this has given you the opportunity to have some additional perspective, which you can now apply. And in, uh, in our own small way, we'll have improved the mix somehow. <laughs> Absolutely. It's always good right, to, okay. to be here. Excellent. Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much, everybody. We will see you at the next show. Thanks to everybody in the chats. Thanks to all of that. And uh, thanks very much for watching. See you later. Bye-bye now. Take care.